Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Victory Monday in Kansas City. Chiefs off to their sixth straight. AFC title game. We're expected to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid in the next couple of minutes. The only place you can hear from Coach Reid right here, your official broadcast partner for the Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. And uh, the rest of the week, we'll see how it goes in terms of all the media availability and when you'll hear from some of the players. It's different. The NFL now takes over uh, for some of that stuff. So if you're wondering why certain you might hear from certain players at a different times this year, this week, uh, you guys probably know by now because it's been six straight years of it. But it's a little bit different this week. But Andy Reid on a Monday, still the one constant here during the postseason run for the Chiefs. And we're also still keeping an eye on the stadium stuff today. Again, Fesco and others reporting uh, that the override vote looks like it will be successful. It just has not happened yet of Frank White's veto for the uh, ballot measure to put the 3.8 cent sales tax extension on the Jackson County ballot in, on April 2nd. So it looks like that's getting cleared up today. So I guess for some of you, it's not. For me, I'm like, oh, it's a great day. Oh, all, all things together, great day. For some of you, I know you don't like it, but uh, all things considered, uh, the fact that the people of Jackson County likely are going to get a chance to vote a- in April, and, of course, the Chiefs getting the big win against Buffalo. It's a good day in Kansas City, man. I don't care if the weather sucks outside. It's slick as heck. Slick yeah, as it heck. Was, it was very slick. I thought I was about to drive through a quick trip this morning. What? Yeah. Now, they have... Oh, they, was it icy in front of the spot? Yes. So they have the big like boulder thing or uh, columns. Yeah, or you whatever. weren't going to go through the so, front of a quick n- trip. No, but if the, that's why those boulders are there, I think, or whatever. Uh, the parking spot was a sheet of ice, so I wouldn't I wouldn't go in fast or anything. I was parking like normal, and I hit the end of the brakes, and I'm sliding, and I'm sliding. There got there was a point of like a half second where I was like, oh, this is good. This is about to happen. Luckily, there was a pile of that's snow. A bad feeling. There was a pile of snow right before, and so we're all good. But this, the parking lot was a skating rink. Uh, and so be be careful there. I'm assuming now they're probably better, but some of the parking lots were I've uh, were bad. I've been in a car twice yep. when somebody couldn't stop in the ice and hit somebody. Both times I was the passenger yeah, of the vehicle. That's... The first one was the most like this is the worst feeling. We were going down a really long off ramp, and there were like three cars at the bottom. And se- I mean, you're talking like a thousand feet. Plenty of time still to go. You still couldn't stop. All right, let's hear from Andy ready? Reed. We got you, Coach. You're ready whenever you are. Okay, so um, I don't have much to give you on the injury report. We'll just see see where that goes today. Uh, we got back relatively late. Um, but I thought for from the game standpoint, I, I mentioned after the game about <clears throat> all the guys sticking together and, and supporting each other and, and a hostile uh, territory, I guess you'd say, um, that, uh, you know, that, that was a thing that really stuck out, uh, to me, um, 
right after the game. And then after watching the tape, uh, just the, the defense picking it up that second half and, and really putting it down, uh, even down to the last drive where they, they had to kick a field goal and they kept it out of the end zone. I thought that was, that was big to just, okay, enough's enough. And, um, we can't let them score. So, uh, a touchdown. Um, to the offense making making some plays, uh, it was great to see MBS get a, a couple of nice catches. Um, I thought Kels had a, a big night. Pacheco, you know, and for all those guys to be able to do that, the, the offensive line did, did well. And I'd flip that over on the defensive side, and I'd tell you the same thing. Um, you know, for for things to settle down like they did, um, that starts up front. And I thought Chris Jones did a nice job of communicating that to the guys and and uh bolden and and drew of you know working working through their their stuff there and and making sure everybody was lined in the right spots and, and so on so uh, and then the back end Sneed just continues to be uh I, like i said i have a hard time believing anybody's doing it better right now than him but he um he, he he's done a nice job along with the other guys back there reed had some uh, a couple of really nice plays too. So, um, and then special teams uh, can't talk much about Tommy because he didn't have to, he didn't have to do much. He just had the one punt, but Bucker continues to do a nice job for us. And I know the guys had the ultimate trust in him. And then the coverage teams were, were good. So that, that means that the, the coordinators did a good job with it. The guys executed and believed in what the coordinators were putting out there. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, about Spags just uh, second half, just making a couple little adjustments there, and and Nagy's game plan was so deep. I mean, even by the time we got to the fourth quarter, we saw a lot of a lot of just good stuff left over, and Dave's group uh, did did a nice job. Even you know, even on the fake the fake punt, we you know we didn't have we had ten guys out there, but uh, made it made it work so um anyways with that that time's yours let's go first to pete sweeney go ahead pete and i'll just have a second question on this this if that's okay uh coach i know we talk a lot about Rashid, but on the other side just how impressed have you been uh with shamari connor and, and what he's been able to do in this rookie season especially yesterday with mike out no that's a good uh great question there pete um Shinari did a did a heck of a job. I mean, he's uh, he's been working in in nickel and dime situations, but to come in and have those extended that extended time in there and make the plays he did, with the exception of just trying to pick the ball up, the scoop and score thing, probably should have just fallen on it when it's all said and done. But um, he uh, he sure did a nice job in there. Yeah. And then White Nets, just being in personnel before, I know, I know you're, you're a little bit more hands-off now, but how impressed have you been on on with your staff on, on the day three guys like a Sneed, like a Connor, um, Watson, Williams, that type of thing? Yeah, listen, I'm a big Brett Beach fan, so um, he he's done a, done a great job. I told him after the game, that's him. This game is him. This is a reflection of, of uh, all the time and effort he and his guys have put in. Um, it's just uh, that that's what it comes down to. They've given us good, good football players to coach. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Andy. 
Um, wanted to ask about uh, the, the touchdown to Travis Kelsey and just uh, and Brad, if you don't mind, I'll have a follow up too. But um, just just what you saw Patrick do to sort of work where that d- defensive secondary was going to be before he he found Travis open there. Yeah, he um, so he's got three options on that <laughs> on that side, and he um, he's got to let it sort out just a tick. And, uh, and he did that. He was very patient with it. And then obviously very accurate with the throw. And it was a throw that he kind of, not the same play, Sam, but it was, it was a throw that he missed Trav on a little bit earlier, yeah. a corner route like that. And he, uh, you know, he just fixed the problem and was spot on. And then wanted to uh, just ask if there's a significance uh, for your jacket today. Yeah, first of all, my office is freezing, <laughs> so this is a this is a good jacket to, to have on. Second, I'm a big fan of the Tuskegee Airmen. I mean, I just I've always uh, liked that crew, man, and the stuff that they did. Thanks for asking, though. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Uh, Coach, uh, uh, maybe your overall philosophy. I know. It's tough to you know take human instinct out when you get close to the end zone. You want to reach out, and we, it happens all the time. I know. I'm sure you've said to guys, "Hey, this is how we want to handle that." I'm just curious what is what is the message that you you know what's kind of the rule? Is it fourth down only? Just what is your kind of rule on on when that uh, you know when it's time to reach out? Yeah, I'm not real big on reaching out because I've been involved with too many of those things where they <clears throat> the ball gets knocked out. So. Um, score but keep control of the football and you know we and he, and he knows that listen that play right there sir and he's scored a number of touchdowns on so uh it's not his first rodeo there uh with that play and he's had so much success with it let's go next to nick jacobs but nick Brad, I'll have a follow-up. Um, Andy, my first question for you, going back to training camp and you guys going together and building that bond, how much of that do you feel like kind of helped yesterday going into an environment like that against Buffalo where you got so many people against you? <laughs> yeah, Nick, that, that's a it, – it's really a great environment uh, for the NFL and for their city. I mean, uh, but you're you're playing – you're not playing against the crowd, but they're they're involved. They're right on top of you there, probably very much like somebody coming into Arrowhead. So, um, you know, it's uh, it, but I would tell you that, um, yes, I I I believe I believe in that. That you, you go away to training camp, you can't be on the cell phone all day, and you're around the guys all day. So, uh, guys talk. <clears throat> whether it's at dinner time or, or wherever they, they talk and um, they're living in the same dorm and, and so on. So uh, there's a bond that does get started there. It's just how you uh, grow it from that point. And, and this group, I, I felt that in our game that they, they've really done a nice job of, of growing together and supporting each other. And then looking at that secondary from the Super Bowl last year, the young guys till last night and all you guys were able to do, how much growth have you seen from those young guys to be in that moment and to capitalize the way that they did? Yeah, so last year they got better every game um, just with the experience and then 
uh, throughout the off season working and throughout this season, they've continued to get better and, and to feel more comfortable challenging and man coverages and, and then tighten up these zones and zone coverage. Um, this will be this coming week will be the biggest test of them all. So um, up to this point, they've, they've got a great group of wide receivers. And so, um, you know, I, I think our guys, once we get through the week here, uh, we'll, they, they look forward to that challenge. Um, but they, they, they've, they've done a nice job. Looks like we've got a couple more. We'll go Todd Palmer and then Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd Palmer. Uh, hey, Andy. Um, just curious, you face – you're facing two of the best running quarterbacks in the league back to back here, but obviously Josh Allen, a little bit different than Lamar Jackson. So are the principles of, you know, contain and things like that the same, or is this a much different animal? Cause Lamar's a different athlete and a different running style. Yeah, I would tell you it's somewhat the same. You have to stay in your lane. You have to stay disciplined with, with any quarterback that runs Lamar is special. He, he's a, um, you know, he, he's fast and one of the faster guys on the field when, when, when it's all said and done and, um, and, and he's shifty where Josh will go, he'll go right through you. He doesn't care. He's a big, big man. Um, and probably equally as fast. I mean, he's a fast kid. He's run away from secondary players. We've seen that on, on tape. So, um, you know, but the, this kid, he throws it well, he throws on the move well, he, runs the ball well so we've just got to stay on top of that part of it uh, you know throughout practice this week and then during the game we'll go last to todd lebo go ahead todd hey coach i know you're going to probably see more of us than you want to this week because it's championship week we'll talk to you a lot but last one about this game did you see any video of jason kelsey in the game having his fun did he come see you guys i don't know if you've seen the video he looked like he had a had a good time at the game yeah, my my wife uh, saw him, Todd. So um, she took pictures with him. I, I saw I saw the pictures. So, Did he have his shirt on when he, when she saw him? No shirt on. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, he, he's the best. He's a great kid. Um, great father. That's probably the thing I'm most proud of him for because he's got a great wife and and kids and everything. So he's done a nice job with that. Thanks. Yeah. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right, that's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid right here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, the last question about Jason Kelsey we all saw during the broadcast. Unbelievable moment. Awesome time. Shirt off, drinking a beer, going nuts at a Chiefs-Bills game uh, and just adds to his, uh, not legacy, but certainly uh, the entertainment value that he provides. His entertainment legacy. Yeah, entertainment legacy and New Heights, I'm sure their podcast this week should be very interesting. Um, we had Shield Capadia on a couple of times on this station. I used to call him Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Shield Capadia, his actual name. He's a writer over at The Ringer. His quote today, he said, hey, just real quick, relevant to this game, Jason Kelsey once told me he had north of 20 beers before his speech at the Eagles Super Bowl parade. I then asked him to rate his drunkenness on a scale of one to 10 that day. He said a five. So like hammer 20 beers, rank your drunkenness a five. Yeah. Like last night, he just looked like everyone looked like just having the time of their life. Yeah, I mean, who, I does, who doesn't like Jason Kelsey? I mean, I, I, you're, you're, you're again, this goes with the same with the Taylor Swift thing, though, to a certain extent where it's like, you're just like, what you're, you're, you're unhappy if you, if it really bugs you when you see in this case, Jason Kelsey or, 
when you get annoyed if they cut to Taylor Swift. Like, who cares? Why do you care? You didn't miss a play. You didn't miss, guess what? They were going to commercial break when they showed Jason Kelsey. Entertainment on the field. Jason Kelsey made the game more entertaining with, with his shirt off as well. By the way, and if you love watching Jason Kelsey do all of his stuff, but you hate when they show Taylor, I got, a, mm-hmm. I got bad news for you. Mm-hmm. That might have something to do with a little thing called sexism. Like, I'm just, seems pretty clear if you like one person being shown, but not the other. I just, I just hope, like, there's so many out. reasons why, obviously, I, I, want, I want this I team to, to get to the Super Bowl. There's plenty and plenty reasons. But these also, are just side quests. I, these are side quests. <laughs> these are things that will bring me some more joy because I know that there yeah. are people outside of Kansas City that won't stand. Now, Taylor Swift, I think she has a concert or a tour during the Super Bowl or whatever, so maybe she's not there. But the point is, like, more Taylor Swift, Jason Kelsey, more Chiefs, I know annoys the hell out of people in other cities, and it truly ruins their day. And for that, I do enjoy it even more. Um, is this story here at the top of the text line true? From the 816. Yeah, this is this is actually this has From been the happening. Fan with yes. his shirt off against the Dolphins had to get his nipples amputated because of frostbite. Is that real? So Dana Wright over at our sister station, KMBZ, was talking to us last week and said there's a lot more cases of frostbite from the Chiefs game last week than people know about. And that a lot of individuals, unfortunately, are having to have things removed because of frostbite. I don't know for sure. Is it the dude's nipples? I, I don't know, Cody. But he, he was being treated for, I think, I thought hypothermia too or whatever because – you know, he was sure. How's this work on the Darwinism scale of things that we joke about? Am I supposed to feel bad for this guy if he lost his nipples <laughs> or just not care because he made his own decision? You got 10 layers on and you lose your nipples? I feel bad for you. That's really tough on a really cool uh, game. You my reaction shirtless and negative 30 degrees. I'm supposed to feel all that bad. Yeah, my, my reaction is like, well, that's really sad. And that's that's kind of where I, I leave it. You know, <laughs> that's that's sad. I don't you know, I don't want to. I mean, that's terrible, but. Yes, their decisions have consequences. What the hell did you think was going to happen in negative 21 show a week ago? We're going shirtless. You couldn't have thought it was going to go well. I like that Andy got asked whether or not Jason had a shirt on when he saw Did he have a shirt on when you saw him? He had a shirt on to start. I saw it. He just eventually Someone lost says you don't shirt. even <laughs> text line. Says you don't even need your nipples. Oh, well. Is this going to go back to like a meet the parents reference? Yeah. <laughs> Why do like, even have nipples? I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> Is that what we're coming back around to? So he's going to look like a kindle <laughs> the rest of his life. I don't, know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not that he had to have his nipples removed, but uh, there were a lot of serious cases of frostbite, and and people reportedly did have to have you know some people ear part of their ear or ear like oh, I mean, it's God. a very yeah, serious see, like thing. some yeah. of that's just terrible. That's awful. No, it's terrible. It is. Really, really terrifying. You mentioned the Kelsey stuff, which I think is, you know, obviously going to be a continued conversation around the Chiefs um, forever. And not just because, like, there was one person who's trying to make some uh, thought. Michelle Tafoy is trying to take some guess that she thinks maybe Travis Kelsey might retire. But instead, he needs, he absolutely deserves the credit for being one of the single greatest playoff performers in NFL history. Not only is he one of the greatest players. Like, if they did, like, the NBA, right? The NBA does the NBA 100, the 100 greatest basketball players of all time. They did that for the NFL next week. Travis Kelsey's already on that list. Of course. He's one of the 100 greatest NFL players to ever live. But in addition to that, he is one of the five greatest playoff performers to ever play. He is only a handful of touchdowns. He's four touchdowns away, six catches away, and 450 yards away from snatching every single one of Jerry Rice's postseason receiving records. And look, he might not get them all. Maybe he won't get the 450 yards. That's a lot, yeah. Maybe he won't get the four touchdowns, although he averages a touchdown a game in every single playoff game he plays and got two 
in a game yesterday to become the greatest wide receiver quarterback duo with Patrick Mahomes to ever receive it. I just, when I watch him in that game, it just makes me feel like he was saving it up. Like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm a little wrong in the, he's never going to age, but instead he's aging a little, but he's just saving what he's got in the tank for the most important moments. He was tremendous in that game. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know if, he, like, if he's saving it or not. I, I have no idea. I'll tell you this. He looked like old Travis Kelsey in the, these two playoff Moved. games. Yeah, yeah it's games. how he's moving. And, and, and week 18, might, we might look back, and we already, I guess, can look back and realize how important that week 18 was to sit. And nobody know you. Nobody knows your body better than yourself. And I, I know he said he was trying to not to be selfish, and that's why he yeah. also sat out sat out week eighteen. And when he was sixteen yards short of a thousand, but maybe he knew. Like maybe he knew. Like look, I've been I've been dealing with injuries all year. Let, let let me get right. And so far they have been reaping the benefits, and he has reaped the benefits of sitting out week eighteen. He looks like the old Travis Kelsey, and it's so massive not just for the two touchdown game yesterday where they needed every single one, of course. But if you're the Baltimore Ravens now, like this isn't, oh, well, you know, he's just not the same player. No, they, he will have their full attention, which is great news for Rasheed Rice and anybody else in this offense on Sunday night against Baltimore. Because, yeah, you have to go back to, oh, I guess I thought for a second maybe we weren't doing bracket coverage on Travis Kelsey every time. But, no, we were. And, look, that play in which he scored the touchdown, the first one, the long one, he was wide open. That was just great play design. Like, there's three different players, and every other player was pulling someone away from Travis Kelsey. But the one on the sideline, that's just Travis Kelsey running away from a linebacker. Patrick Mahomes making a great pass and making a connection they've done hundreds of times for 30 yards because they have a good feel for each other, and Travis knows how to separate away from the linebacker and make the catch. But, I mean, if you have to go back to paying all of your attention to Travis Kelsey, like you said, fantastic. It is. And the question all week, I'm sure, in Baltimore, and really and a fair point when we're, we're trying to figure out this game as we will have time later in the week to do so with Baltimore, I think the fair question will be, all right, did the offense open up that way against Buffalo just because of the injuries, or have they actually figured something out? Because Miami that's was a fair, there too. That's a fair question. We're going to find out on Sunday, but uh, where the Ravens are pretty healthy on defense, by the way. We'll see. I, I still think there's something to be said for the way he's running and just moving. You can argue like, oh, would he have, would there have been busted coverage against uh, Kyle Hamilton in the Baltimore Ravens secondary? Maybe not. I have no idea. Uh, but the way Travis is moving the last two weeks, he looks more like the Hall of Fame Travis Kelsey. That, that's what has changed. But, yeah, I think it just has, has huge benefits for some of the underneath drag routes uh, for Rasheed Rice if Kelsey is going to continue to play like this because you've got to give him your full attention. Yeah, I understand the like notion of like, well, he's just beating up bad backups in Buffalo, what you're talking about, maybe. But also, we got a lifetime, man. we got a whole history of Travis Kelsey showing up in the postseason that way. You sure you want to just put it on bad defenders, maybe not there? He's got a lifetime of this level of postseason performance. The man averages 110 yards and a touchdown in every postseason game he's ever played. He hadn't even played particularly well all the way towards the end of the season, Gold. I give you his last five games of the season. He was averaging like 40 yards and zero touchdowns. Had had a touchdown in seven games. Got two in this one, was great in the game against Miami, and now has been great in two games back-to-back. I think some of this is just Travis Kelsey shows up in the brightest lights. Some yeah, players he, are more equipped he, for it. Four, fourth two-touchdown playoff game. He had a three that three-touchdown performance against the Texans, the comeback, the, yep. the, the divisional round and everything we know. 2021, two touchdowns against the Bills. 2023, last year, two touchdowns against the Jags. And then yesterday, two touchdowns against the Bills. I mean, this is, this is when he plays... Uh, he's his best football. The great ones step up. We talk about with Mahomes as we have throughout the show today, that same thing 
applies for one Travis Kelsey, and they're going to they're gonna need it again, though. They're going to need it again against an even better team on Sunday afternoon. Up next, though, somebody else did step up in a huge way for Kansas City, and the coaching angle played out exactly how we thought it would. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. 44-yard attempt from the right hash. Snap by Ferguson, hold by Martin, kick by Bass is on the way. And it is no good. No good wide to the right. The kick is unsuccessful. Kansas City will next snap with a 34-yard line. First down. Big time miss by Bass. He struggled a week ago. And so now the Bills uh, get out to go out there on defense, and they only have two timeouts left in this one. They have got to make a stop. Little too calm there. Big time miss. What do you mean? That's the end of the game, dude. <laughs> Bills radio over. network on the call. The miss 44-yard field goal from Tyler Bass. Wide right, which is the best part of it. He didn't just miss it. Like, he could have missed it left. Could have missed it short. No, no, no. no. Could have been a doink. No, no, no. In no. Buffalo, it was wide right. I mean... We that thing, about, by the way, you knew right off the foot. Oh, yeah. It was it went started going right immediately. I mean, yeah. it it hooked. Oh yes, it did. The, just the second it came off of the so th- foot, that it hooked. There's a lot like the, the Chiefs. Even if that field goal's good, would have had a minute forty or so with Patrick Mahomes and, and a very good chance to go down and, and, and win the game. If not, worst case scenario, it probably goes to to overtime. So it's not as if that was a game winning field goal try or something. It's still, it's it's a terrible miss for Tyler Bass. And if it wasn't for that or the Chiefs sealing out the the win. There was a moment where we would be probably talking about to start our show yeah. and not making fun of, we would all been disgusted and, and ticked off. And that of course was the McCall Hardman fumble at the goal line, right? I mean, that, that was going to be the play that we talked about for years in Kansas city, Kansas city's got Rashi rice in the backfield. Now Kansas city, first down and goal to go at the three leading 27, 24 early in the fourth quarter against Buffalo. They go now on a jet sweep near side, Hardman. And he's got a touchdown. No, they're going to say he's out of bounds at the one. A Hardman fumble at the one. The ball came loose in the player's possession before his hip hit the ground. The ball then rolled through the, the end zone. It is a touchback. It's Buffalo's ball. First down. Basically, they just got their fake punt back, Dana. Yeah. That was Mitch Holtis, of course. Ooh. That play at the time, you thought, well, there you go. We're wondering how, you know, if you're going to get knocked out of the playoffs, how does it happen? That At the time, it seemed like that was going to be the play. Unfortunately, 
It was not. I, I still, you know, I still think about the play before was Pacheco's long run. And I get it. Pacheco needs a breather. So you have Clyde in the game. This, this is one thing as great as Andy is as a head coach, that sequence right there, like there's a good chance something like that happens, not the fumble necessarily, but where things are going great and you still can't help yourself, but try to get somebody else involved that hasn't been part of the core of this offense. Rather than just give it to Clyde who had a nice run, by the way, earlier in the night or let Mahomes go in a key or let Mahomes throw it. Like I would have preferred like him looking at the back of the end zone, trying to get it to Travis Kelsey or looking at the back of the end zone, trying to find Rasheed Rice or anything in between there. The problem with these plays is you and I always live in the same fear which is weird because it's cost them regular season games, decisions like this. It's never cost them a postseason game. The postseason games they lost, it wasn't because Andy made this like whoops-a-daisy play right at the goal line or like in the Super Bowl that they lost, they just got beat, right? It wasn't this one play style. But yeah, I'm terrified. That almost cost them the game because they tried to get McColl the ball, who had one carry earlier in the game and fumbled that one too. Yeah, that stat line Didn't was lose something it. else for McColl Hartman. In this particular game. And you, you bailed out Sean McDermott. Yeah, that's you know, what that, sucks. I Because mean, you outcoached him the entire night. And you bailed him out for his worst decision. Maybe all year. I mean, a horrible decision. Yeah, I get it. Fake Ten guys on the field. So you think you got an advantage. But that was they were so fortunate. Because the Chiefs, again, there was a long Pacheco run. before. I mean, the Chiefs were about to punch that thing in. Instead, they tried to get cute with McCall Hardman. He makes a bad decision. Worst rule in, in, in football and in sports as far as I'm concerned, though. You fumble it out of the end zone, the opponent. It's the only place on the field where if you fumble it out of bounds, you lose the football. Everywhere else, you retain possession. That's a whole different conversation we've had plenty of times in the show. Really have no interest in getting into that. We'll worry about sure. that when the competition committee likely does bring it up and they maybe change it. And according to um, Jeremy Fowler, says there's real momentum to actually change that. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm totally good with that. We've talked about it long before this game. This is not just because it hurt the Chiefs. I, I have discussed this plenty of times with you on, on the show. I just don't like the rule, whether it benefits the Chiefs or not. Um, but but the, the McCall-Harmon play, when we were talking last week, Canarius, Tony, Skymore, Harmon, who, who would you trust between the three more? And McCall-Harmon was the answer, and I still probably think that's the answer. You think he's going to roll now? Well, not roll. Two no, no, more no, no, games. No, 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 no. Is McCall going to get the ball let's, a couple let's, times? Let's, let's back up here. Let's back up. The, not are they going to roll. Who do you trust? McCall-Harmon no, yeah. can have no catches next game, and I'm and I'm cool with that. My like, Who do you think could screw things up more? McCall- Tony. Yeah, so he's, I only still because he so. screwed it up more. He's just been guilty of it more. It's weird because, yes. like, this is where I blame Mandy for putting it in McColl's hands, of course. Like, yeah, I, I think he doesn't need to do that, especially on the end of round. Be more direct with it if you're going to try to get it. But to Andy's actual defense on this, Andy had McColl for four years, and McColl was actually good at getting in the end zone. For his limited number of touches, McColl scored touchdowns the entire time yeah, he was in Your interior of your offensive line was dominating on that drive. You just got a huge run from Pacheco. Sure. So I would have handed it off. I'm not disagreeing with that. McColl has been in this league for way too damn long not to know that it's first down. This is my If this is third down, I put this way more on Andy than McColl. But because it's first down and you're a veteran NFL player, you have to know you don't have to play hero ball at the goal line. You just got the massive stop on the fake punt. Pacheco immediately put you down in the red zone. You got four damn plays to plug it in from two yards out. You don't have to be the hero. You can just wait. And I get it. It's fun sometimes, right? It's fun to score the touchdowns and be the guy. I'll say probably easier like, said than done, veteran, but you have to be got to be smarter than that. That's yeah, no, you're problem. right. You're right. I, I, definitely in the moment, I'm sure. Harmon, you're getting you know, 
two touches a game right now, and so you're thinking, I want to make the most of it, and you're trying to do too much, and that's what costs you there. Fortunately, again, it's something we can have a conversation about, but we're not. I mean, literally, it would have been the lead of the show. Yeah, and, it would I mean, McCall Hartman. He'd have been run out of town. Uh, yeah, I mean, so fortunately, it's not that. The Chiefs are moving on. Uh, and on the flip side, like thinking about, hey, can you bounce back from games like that? We know MVS has rightly been criticized this entire season, right? MVS came up with two very nice catches. One was great uh, in particular. Um, and that was huge because he's been awful all year. But last year in the AFC title game, he had his best game as a Chief. This was his best game potentially as a Chief uh, this season. I know statistically he had more yards against the Chargers the first game, I think, yeah, or whatever. But considering what was at stake, this was his best game of the year. Uh, for MVS, so I, I give MVS props uh, for being able to uh, step up when, never, it, when it mattered. It doesn't take away any of the other stuff. I still feel the same way, but uh, good for him. Like, seriously, good good for him for doing that. And he has, he's got a chance to at least make it to where when he walks out of the door in Kansas City this offseason, that people, it won't, it won't, if he comes up with another big play in the AFC title game, another nice catch or two, like, it'll go from being like, yeah, get rid of that guy, which is definitely where we're all at. Or I mean, I'll still be that way. You no, know, I'm, I'm saying, not paying like, 14 million. But. Of course not. Like, no, I'm just saying we're all going to say to get rid of him still, yeah. but get rid of him and be pissed off and hate the guy versus he ever existed. Yeah. Versus like, all right, it's time to get rid of him. Appreciate the catches. And you're not going to hate the guy for 25 years. No, because here's, this is goes back to the Orlando Brown junior signing or what we've talked about with Kadarius, Tony, you and I agree to this. I don't think everyone subscribes to this theory, which is the Orlando Brown junior trade worked. They gave up a first-round pick, they won a Super Bowl, and then he was yeah. gone. I'm cool with that trade-off. I'll take that trade-off 99 times out of 100. The kadarius Tony trade worked because he made two big plays in a Super Bowl in which they won. Didn't work as well as the Orlando Brown Jr. one because he's been garbage since then, and you're getting nothing back in return versus, like, a compensatory pick you might get back for Orlando Brown Jr. MVS was fine for two years in Kansas City, one of which they won a Super Bowl. Okay, it was fine. Just like a, an average, below average player. Well, no, that this, last year was his first year. Oh, yeah, so sorry, he's only at his one. Yeah, I mean, so, he's on a three-year so deal. One year. So for one year, he was an average player. They won a Super Bowl. Okay, cool. For the second year he's on this team, they go out and win a Super Bowl, even though he had an awful year and he's any part, any part. Yeah, he has a big catch. All you need is one big catch a game from him. Then what the hell do I care what happened to the rest of that contract? They're going to walk on him. They're going to pay him the $2 million in dead money, but he will be a two-time Super Bowl champion in this city. And I can live with that, especially yeah. if he has a couple of moments. That game alone was almost worth it. They needed those big plays from At the time, they were contested catches. And at the time, they were chasing points with Buffalo, who was moving the ball at ease against Kansas City. I know things changed later. But at the time, they needed MVS to show up in a moment. And he finally did. I'll, I'm, not, I'm not here to – I don't think we owe MVS an apology for all the things we said about his regular season. I think those are pretty accurate. Yes. But – I mean, if he's going to have some kind of role, I just want it to be limited. Yeah, I would no, like give, to be give careful his, in the don't give him eight yeah. targets next game. Give him his props today. He deserves it. I mean, those were those were nice catches. Um, see if he can do it again on Sunday against Baltimore. Still don't think you need to increase any bit of target share or anything like that. Don't need to overreact to it. Like, like Still I'm, just I'm, I'm, give I'm glad it to Pacheco he, and Rice and Kelsey. Yeah, like I'm glad he got confidence. But, yeah, you don't need to now think, okay, well, now we can think he's more than what he is. No, just keep – you know, take your one or two shots to him a game, Max, and that's all you need. Isn't that wasn't, wasn't that his entire signing? Like, isn't that who he's supposed to be? Other than the people who were delusional when he first got signed and were like, he might be their number one wide receiver. It's like, okay, fine. I mean, I, look, I get it. Blind optimism always exists when a new player is here and you haven't seen them fail. It's cool. But this is pretty much the player who's designed to be. Two catches, 50 yards, 
One was kind of long. You know, like, that's it. That's MVS's entire career in a nutshell. He just did it in the game, in the divisional round game. And honestly, you might remember in the AFC title game last year, MVS was great at a time when they desperately needed him to be. He was great in that game, too. So if he just wants to show up in the postseason, we can have our inaugural, I think, for a couple of years, it was Frank Clark. Maybe now it's MVS. Uh, in one Super Bowl, it was Sammy Watkins. I don't care who the player is who we just like the entire year. <laughs> playoff MVS. We can all vote well, on the player. Guy, guy has two catches, and we're like, yes! He was great last year, too. <laughs> that's how, that's how low year. the bar has become. We're like, hey, two catches, you know what? <laughs> no, he deserves credit today. Contested. But, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Catch. Yeah, Different. It was. Someone says, MVS or Honey Badger in the Ring of Honor. That's disrespectful to Tyron Matthew right there. That's just disrespectful. He only played here three years. Did, he only has one one Super Bowl title. The disrespect. The disrespect even asked that question. Uh, I don't remember why we got into this. Did I say Tyron you, Matthew you, shouldn't be in the Ring of Honor? It was something like I think that. that was my stance. I think that, and I said I don't remember now. It's been a while. Yes, you and I disagreed on that, but I think it's still currently that my question stance. is just disrespectful. We forget how good Tyron was for at least two of those seasons in, in Kansas City. Justin Reed or Tyron Matthew in the Ring of Honor? Justin Reed's played really well. well see what Justin Reed's a contract already had. It. I mean, he's got we'll as much Justin, of an accomplishment as Tyron Matthew. Hold on, do you think Ring of Honor is just based off winning rings? Tyron Matthew is a better football player in his prime than Justin Reed. Yeah, but I mean. The Chiefs ring of honor, not career. Yeah, ring but of it's honor. not just ring. Cody, they're not putting a hundred guys. They did with for New Orleans. I didn't mean anything. I, I'm t- I don't give. A, I was about to curse. So I apologize. I don't <laughs> give a damn what he was. He's doing. In, I'm talking about in Kansas City. Like you're yeah. acting like that. You win rings and you're automatically in the ring of honor. That's that. That is like you're saying. Tyron Matthews' peak in Kansas City is better than Justin Reed's peak in Kansas City. Yeah, assuming we're already seeing the peak of Justin Reed. Yeah. Okay. Do you disagree? It's close. Oh wow. Okay. I think it's close. Okay. I don't think it's as big of a slam dunk as you think. It's not just about rings. Rings will get you Tyron in the Matthew's ring of honor. Tyron Matthews has been a better pro than Justin Reed. Someone says they're supposed to be a joke, man. <laughs> like, like You didn't think we were going to really get into this argument, did you? Do you see what you've done? <laughs> Do you see what now we're arguing? MVS. You know what? If he wins the second Super Bowl, sure. Put put MVS in the ring of honor. What the hell do I care? Cody wants everybody. Really? Cody wants everybody in the ring of honor I just honor said now. I don't want Tyron Matthew. What are you Cody talking about? Cody wants everybody. Not just because you win rings. I guess let's put James Winchester in the ring of honor, too. You know what? How dare you? That man's got more rings than both of those guys combined. <laughs> now he's got two. Someone's right. LaShawn McCoy got a couple of rings. Put him in too, Cody. Put him in. Did he get two rings for this team? Or at least one with us. Well, Melvin Gordon's got yeah. a ring for this team. Look, Mel- put know. Melvin Gordon in there. <laughs> put him in there. How low can we go? Don't you remember his quote after? He's like, I didn't do uh, S. Like, I had nothing to do with this. I did see Tyra Matthew tweet. Like, up and got a ring. I didn't see Tyra Matthew's tweet saying, I missed the, play- the playoffs. Well, yeah. Random question. That'd be funny. For you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over in the text line, 913-586-7610. Over on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, we live stream the show all four hours. If for some reason the Chiefs do win and we go there, we would plan on trying to do that from Radio Row yeah. as well. That's an obviously. off-air conversation. Don't know how successful um, that's going to be. We went through this last no, year. No, but we're going to try. Um, we, Won't if, stop me from trying. No, but again, again that's off-air conversation, but you know that's not probably possible. But anyway. Um, I think it's possible. But this question is actually Ooh. really only for Drew. Um, earlier in the show, it was right before the Chiefs' right half hour is bad timing. You fired off a little complaint about the old downstairs neighbors and said, Not well, me. At least, no, no, Drew. Yeah. Upstairs neighbors said, well, at least if those cicadas come here, they'll drown out the sound of mm-hmm. our neighbors. What's your problem yeah, with the upstairs neighbors? On? Okay, so in, in the next episode of uh, <laughs> Drew's Problems, so we, we've had, this has been, ever since we moved, been a lot of stomping, a lot, you can hear conversations, um, you can. It sounds like furniture being dragged across the ground at, at times. And they just move in? Uh, no, 
the they the the people above us they have they have two kids they're the younger and while we understand that they have kids mm. it, it seems that that they control everything and not the parents where it is <laughs> it is loud constantly and there's furniture being moved constantly there's running there's yelling I, I i have heard stop get over here right now being yelled a couple of times and i've gone we have <laughs> second we, floor apartment man gotta get the second floor we have emailed i have called i have walked into the office we have been told they've given a courtesy call three times they sent a memo to everybody in our building that the peaceful uh i guess the, the peaceful restriction for everybody is, is being uh, violated in a way Had, hasn't changed anything. Okay, so I'll, I'll say this: all kids are super loud. And there's nothing you can do well, about it. I know. Th- there's no. That's the problem. They're all crazy loud. I think there's two things at play. One, if you don't want to live below people, you got to just accept that it's quieter up top. Yep. Get to the floor above. You should do it. I would also say though that as a parent, my kids are five and seven now. I would never not live on the first floor if I had kids for this reason. I'd be mortified at the idea of the crashing and sound that mm. comes with it. But I don't, these kids don't sound out of normal. My kids also run around and yell and get loud and all that stuff. And you try to prevent I was thinking it depends on the complex. Inside if, voices. If, if it's some complexes, the walls, everything are way thinner than others, right? Well, that's and, the other that's, problem. That's, How thin that, are these walls? Yeah, I mean, that might be part well, of the problem, too. I told too. you, I, I, I can hear them saying, stop, get over here now. Like, you, like, Drew can hear everything, I mean, it sounds you like. Can, you, everything. Can hear, you can hear conversations. You can hear yelling. Can you uh, hear uh, bedtime activity? Uh, it- no, we have not heard any of that. Maybe, maybe they're just quiet. I will say we... You know, maybe we they're did, quiet. That's the worst, by the way. Did. Every apartment I've been in, that's happened. Oh, I thought you were saying quiet sex was the <laughs> worst. What's <laughs> 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 this sex loud? We- <laughs> no, every apartment I've been in, every apartment I've been in, uh, you can unfortunately hear those activities at times. We woke up Sucks. this morning to stomping above our... We, what time? We, the, 7 a.m. The alarm <laughs> clock did not go off. Yet. By the way, text line, no, don't call stomping. Child Protective Services. As somebody who's had CPS show up at his house a few times when what? I was a child, we were, come on, people do stuff like that multiple uh-huh. times. They didn't take us away. We're fine. They just called it because, you know, people think other things. People, when you, like, have seven kids and you show up with, like, broken arms and bruises, they're like, well, these kids must be getting abused. I'm like, nope, just a case of being eight. And, uh, you know, there's trees to climb and people to play with. Uh, don't do that. Someone says you got to get a house if you don't want to deal with that, Drew. Someone says that's just apartment. Got to get the second. Cash gotta, on Twitch says gotta, that's just apartment. Yeah, got to get the. What's the thing? You got to get the second floor. Like if you guys, whenever your lease is up, I guess this summer or whatever, if you're going to move or even if you want to stay at the same complex, you should try to yeah get get the upstairs apartment. I think he's well, already resided to live not in this complex. Well, we've talked about yeah the steak. because the stink and everything, and they they said it wasn't an emergency issue and they would get to it when they can. Uh, it's like they know. don't care. They Snakes. don't care. It, it's, Smells, it's been amazing. Loud. This sounds terrible. Well, and, and I don't even blame the people above us. I, I blame the apartment complex because huh, interesting. The reason why? How would? Why would you ever put the the, the thing that kills me about Wait, it? What is, were you about to say? Before we moved in, they said, "Hey, they said for some reason this apartment hasn't been leased out for months." And now we know why. I think. The one there Well, are, it's not the apartment's fault no. if the noise the noise from upstairs. I mean that that is like if you live on the first floor, like well, why are you putting, what are they supposed to do to make like to make it to where you don't hear the people upstairs? I mean, there are limitations with that. But but am I am I wrong for saying we're th- this is loud noise that is yes. it hearing us from from uh, the other day we were watching a movie. 
couldn't finish watching the movie. It, it was not happening. Good watch movie. All right, you need to record Man. some audio of this yeah, so we can. I, 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 I have I have recorded multiple videos and sent okay. the I would like complex. We would like to see these. I'd like to be my own judge on <laughs> the level of noise disruption. If you're not able to watch TV without it, it driving you crazy, that's that's absurd. Like I've been a floor below my own children, been like, dear God, we could never let someone live below us. That would like when I was uh, trying to let our old producer stay in our basement for a little bit, right? Because he didn't have a place for a few months. I'm watching. I offered up my basement generously. Cody is still offering up. I think he said about six hundred dollars a month for the basement of his house. I didn't think I was asking for that. I think I was asking for like three hundred. Inflation, inflation, (laughs) inflation. Yeah, rent goes up. Don't know to tell you, but my kids will be loud, and I'm just going to warn you that now. Your kids are amazing. (laughs) They're loud. It's fine. Way better than the. We're watching the Chiefs game last night. All of a sudden, dun 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 dun. Really? Someone suggests that you attach speakers to your ceiling, point them up, and have your movie blasted. See, See what I, happens. Well, and that, that was part Tough. of my that was part of my complaint to the complex was I understand that they have have kids and I get that, but I, I, at the same time, I like watching TV and I like watching sports, but I don't turn the TV up to ninety because yeah. I love watching. You got to get on the sports. second floor, man. You got to get off the first floor. It's that simple. You got to get off the first so, floor next next yes, when your lease is up. Yeah, Let's it. get them in your apartment complex. I haven't heard you complain about yours very often. I have made a call. No one lives above or below you. You're only side to side. Well, there's different ones. There's, depending on which apartment. Some of them. Mine is just, there's like more townhome ones, and then there's apartment ones. And you're in a townhome one? Kind of. It's that setup, okay. yeah. All right. Your okay. setup is very nice. You you're, you have nobody below you. I rarely he, you. I rarely hear my neighbors, and it's like, it's, it's in the bedroom, and it's random that occasionally you'll hear something through the wall. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. That. That's about it. Uh, um, you just turn the volume up on the TV a little bit more to help yeah, them out. It's honestly happened like maybe two or three times max since that I've heard anything since I've been there. Neighbors aren't having enough sex. Yeah, it might be that too. <laughs> like two or three times. God, you've lived there for like three years. Yeah, like a once a year couple. No, the worst was my apartment in Houston. That wall was so thin. It was absurd. It was absolutely absurd, Cody. Like, that one was bad? Yes. Like, I felt like I was in the room. It was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. So bad. If we could live in a house, a house would absolutely be the option. Someone says, buy a foghorn. Hmm? Well, that would be a I mean, loud foghorn. Then, you're gonna, then you are, you're going to get in trouble at that point. Like, man. I have had to calm Bree down. I've had to tell her, please don't. Because she, she's grabbed the broom and is like. Oh, she's ready to she, do this. She, like... she is ready to. Drive the thing through through the floor. All right, yeah. send us a video. I think Gold and I would like to determine yeah. the noise okay. level here. <laughs> or let's get a des- let's buy Drew a decibel meter and make a real determination here. You know? Those cicadas are a hundred decibels. How much should just like a standard decibel meter cost? We can really make a decision. Yeah, but here. but also it shouldn't be on the same scale. Like you shouldn't like you know, fifty decibels coming through the ceiling is insane. Yeah, so it saying. also sounds different on video than someone when thinks you sound a little Karenish. Yeah, I, I I think I come across. Bucks. I feel like I come across that way. I will say this though, for for it being as long as it's been five months and it and it just hadn't stopped. So the staple mattress toppers to your ceiling, he shouldn't have to go through that effort though. I, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Yeah, don't do that. We we will be moving, and it is not we're not doing the first floor thing ever again because we we've done first floors four different times and we have never had this problem. Well, you know, if you want to move, just let me know so I can refer you to my complex. You know, I can get like half Help off my out. rent. So, you know, Perfect. if you want to, if you want to move to my complex, just let me know. Do you they know? give us a deal as well? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gold just I'll, got sent the lease renewal, so he's looking to stay. <laughs> I'll split the referral. Unfortunately, our, with you. ours you is go. not due until August. Hey, you got a little while. Yeah. No, I got mine sent today. 
I'm that's always a scary. That's notice, always though. that's always a scary time when you get the lease renewal sent to you, and you're wondering just how much they're going to jack up the rates for the next year. Yeah. yeah, it's a scary. It's a scary one to open. Text line's right. This is, I can let the cicadas in, and then the snake will eat them. Great. Someone's also mentioning what some sort of like phone app that sends out a high pitched sound that only like young children can hear. You're like. What? I'm torturing kids now. I'm not That's doing who that. Said that torture. Yes. Who said I'm torture? Not, I'm not doing That's that. That's what we're getting into. Torturing of children. I, I won't go that far. <sighs> I, I will complain. It'll get me nowhere. I'll be irritated, and then we'll move. That's how it'll go. Just feels like a completely unnecessary. That's the random question. I was curious because Drew, Drew piqued my interest earlier with. He's had a lot of trouble, it seems like, in this apartment. He's only lived there for like five months. Yeah, not good. Not good. Did we, we were told that these were luxury apartments as well, well which well, is that's a loose I mean, term. Uh, if, yes, any yeah anybody there's no they don't get in trouble. They can call anything luxury. Apartments. On one of the calls, I did say I'm waiting for this apartment to be the to be as luxurious as you were <laughs> wanting it to. That you guys to be. toured the place, right? Uh, yeah, for like two minutes. Okay. We yeah. we walked Fair in. They had to find a place pretty quick. I remember. Yeah, yeah we did. It was that was that's true. It's tough. Look, moving to a new city and finding a place is always tough. It's we very tried, difficult. I, I, yeah. We, we try to tell you an area that would be good, but I don't. We don't. I don't know every single apartment complex, unfortunately. In a so weird like, way, I find apartment complexes that call themselves luxury worse. Like the ones that are just like, "This is an apartment complex. It's very nice. You can see that. It's fine." If you have to the include ones that the word, are like, in there, these are like. I, if they include <laughs> the word luxury, right. worse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean, it's getting sketchy. I'll, look, someone finally has the perfect solution, Drew. I mean, what? Why didn't you think of this before? They said, just buy a house. Yeah, no big deal. Just just no, buy yeah. a house. Get tens no, of thousands no, of dollars. No big deal. Yeah, Drew, come See, on. Yours does it. Your apartment complex says a preferred apartment community. Well, that's the name of the company that owns it. Oh, really? Yeah, PFC or whatever. On the, the signs outside the complex, like on the street, does it say, say luxury. luxury? Yeah. Oh. They just, that's, like you said, though, they yeah, they are very nice. I have no complaints with, with the I should uh, have been more wary about this. The, the place that with, they're undergoing renovations, and they just, like, recently changed people who are like in charge of the complex that always i think is a mm. a little bit worrying i should have maybe thought about that a little bit more instead of jumping the gun because we needed a place got plenty of time plenty of time to find a new place <laughs> you're right you're right plenty of time absolutely it's a red monday brought to you by the xfinity 10g get a reliable home network so everyone can work stream and game at the same time up next though we talk more about the legacy impact for patrick mahomes who finds himself in another afc title game we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.